Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Hello, it's Susie Petrozzi. Welcome to another awesome episode of Empowered Conversations. I know it's going to be awesome because I have an extraordinary guest today who is, let me just say these two words together. She is high voltage. Okay. And I, and I say that because this is what she uses to describe herself. My guest speaker today, um, is Kate McNabb. I'll share a little bit with you. She's, um, she's actually working corporate at the moment. Um, has been, she's an incredible, she works in the area of sales and acquisition and is incredibly successful at what she does. Um, and, but what I want to share with you is the essence of who she is and why she's successful, what she does. Um, she's creative. She's open-minded. She's an incredibly innovative thinker that maximizes opportunities by operating with a growth mindset while she collaborates with others. She is engaging. She is totally fun. Um, she's incredibly energizing and doesn't matter where she is, she really uplifts those around her and engages people. Doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. I really observed this about her. Also resourceful, knows how to kind of make things work. She really makes do with the resources that she has. She's resilient, hardworking, and she takes pride in her work um, and she brings so much diligence and integrity um, and always going above beyond, above and beyond for her clients and colleagues. She's also, let me tell you, a co-founder of Animalizer, um, that she's formed quite a few years ago now, um, with her friend Lisa Bella, um, which is a very, very fun place, um, that engages people in discussions around animals. I'm going to leave it at that because I want Kate to share that journey with her. Kate, I just want to welcome you. I don't want to share any more. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Susie. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and to be asked to, to speak today. Um, yeah, so um, I just wanted to give you a little bit of background um, about, uh, you know, my story. So I came to Australia about 20 years ago now and uh, worked for uh, around uh, 12, 15 years uh, in a direct sales company um, with my husband at the time. Uh, we had over 300 sales reps around Australia and New Zealand and that uh, took up most of my life along with Having three children, um, uh, three under the age of 18 months, um, <laughs> running around. And so that took up most of my, my first, uh, you know, 15 years in Australia. Um, and, uh, look, then, uh, you know, that's, uh, I'm watching my marriage to come to an end there. And, uh, uh, I could no longer, uh, work together in that, with, with him in that business. And so, um, uh, I then took a little bit of time out, um, to uh, to follow uh, you know a passion something I was passionate about that came about uh, really as a bit of a as a bit of a joke but then actually turned into into a business <laughs> um, which is what uh, Susie was mentioning with Animalizer um, so uh, look actually it actually came about about eight years ago after seeing Susie for a session around eight nine years ago um, and uh, she was just helping me kind of find my, my strengths and, uh, you know, helping me to kind of boost my self-confidence and, uh, you know, finding my life purpose. And uh, i never forget her 
saying to me, um, you know, not to, you know, not to doubt myself and that ideas are all around me, but, uh, you know, you just look around and don't, um, don't question yourself too much when the ideas flow in because they, they are all around you. And, uh, uh, and she made me really think, even though it seemed something so simple, but it uh, really made me think that maybe I was, you know, negating these great ideas that were flowing into my brain. Um, and so, uh, by chance, a few weeks later, I went to the Easter show with a, my best friend Lisa Bella, who's now my business partner, and we were given a flyer for a, a show called Cavalia, and it described Cavalia as the magical encounter of human meets horse, hmm. um, which we found a quite a strange description. And came home that evening to our husbands after a few wines and relaxing. We were, you know, giggling around, you know, what that meant, and uh, you know, centaurs, push me, please, and you name it. To which point. Suddenly, something in my brain sparked of, you know, well, if you could be two animals, which two would they be? And um, immediately, my friend said she'd be a, a, um, a falcon and a panther. I said elephant monkey. Um, and her partner said uh, bear wolf. And then uh, my, my uh, husband said the lion monkey. And we all found that quite funny and thought, you know, it's just a joke between us. Um, but not leaving it at, at that, we, uh, myself and Lisa Bella, over the many weeks and months that followed decided to you know ask the same question to random people when we were out and back then we went out a little bit more than we do now mm-hmm. um but we managed to meet all sorts of wonderful people and uh, famous people and we went traveled around the you know we, we spent some time all around different countries and uh, we uh, we were asking people that question which two animals best describes your personality um and we thought initially everyone would say the same kind of two animals um but what we realized is was that they just said a multitude of different combinations that were, um, you know, really amazing and, and interesting. And, and, uh, it was, it was from that that one day, uh, someone said they were, uh, an eagle. Um, and because my, my business partner, Isabella, is obsessed with birds, she just kind of, this is a stranger that said this. She just summarized, you know, who he was, you know, you're strategic, you don't, you, before you make a move, you assess the situation. She just like rattled off a bit, <laughs> bit of an analysis of a, of a bit of a easy analysis for her. And the guy freaked out. I remember it, we were in Glebe and he just said, who have you been speaking to? Like, how do you know me? And you must have been chatting to my mates. And she said, I don't know you. She just said you were a half eagle. It's easy to tell you what you are. And I never forget it. I grabbed her arm and I went, what the hell is that? We're onto something. (laughs) We're onto something. Um, and then she always says to me, Kate, when you hyper focus, it's, uh, it goes to another level. And I did exactly that, went home and searched all the animals that people had said over those weeks, you know, and just searched about 10 different animals and came up with little summaries based on what I'd found on totems and just on National Geographic and how they operate in their environment. And just started to do both the high level basic summary analysis. Um, and then we went out to the market again, <laughs> in, mm. you know, out and about and tested that and realized that, well, you know, it was very, very accurate. And people, um, you know, as we fine tuned these analysis and we did a few more, we realized that, you know, it was making some, you know, grown men cry. It was making people, random people that were saying, you know, say you know, one night, one, you know, there's about five people said they were half there and all these people, you know, grouped together outside and, started to say, I'm a bear too, yeah, me too. Oh, oh wow, why are you a bear? Great. And we just sat back thinking, this is beautiful. You know, this is started as a joke. <laughs> but it's actually um, 
helping people to connect and mm. it's doing it in a non-judgmental way and everyone's having so much fun and my, we both, uh, both myself and Lisa, I love to have fun and love connecting others and, uh, you know, uh, just found it really enlightening. Um, and so we decided to continue on with this. Um, <laughs> and when I finished up at the business, I was uh, obviously working with my husband, I decided to take a year off purely to um, write 100 animal analyses because we worked out over those months that, you know, most people say, you know, two out of 100 animals. So we've nailed it down to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not a writer, but I, start, <laughs> I started writing these analyses and then, you know, Isabella would edit them and uh, we'd start to really get, you know, more traction and, and you know, get more feedback from the public, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's at that point we realised, well, if we're going to actually make this into a business, we also need to have some images. So we uh, randomly, you know, we researched around the world for who could dress up animals. Um, it's uh, it's a difficult thing to find someone to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not normally on anyone's resume. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we approached some. You actually got some quotes back, and they were ridiculous pricing. And and then I, I met through, uh, you know, my boyfriend at the time, his, his friend that was uh, that was a graphic designer. Well, I, I think he wished he'd never said those words, <laughs> and he came on our boat that day, and he said, "We're the graphic designer," and I showed him a quick mock-up. I said, can you do this? And he said, oh, yeah, e- easy. And I think he, he regrets saying that. Yeah, easy. And um, and so um, we went about dressing up 100 animals, which is actually very, very tricky because you've got to make them look like they're actually in their clothing, uh-huh. um, and aligned these, you know, associated descriptions. Um, right. And look, yeah, the business went from basically being more about the analysis to then realising we, we was going to be quite difficult to monetize that side of things so we had to monetize the images which we decided to put on t-shirts and um you know cushions and all all sorts which we still have that business today um which is animalize.com which um does you know does pretty well and uh we now license our images worldwide uh on you know greeting cards and um uh you know homewares etc um but yeah, it's been quite a journey and it's a journey that is continuing. <laughs> mm. And I was, yeah. um, Kate, just before hopping on our call today, um, I was on Animalizer just checking it out. And I'll tell you what, you know, as soon as I landed on it and started exploring some, some of the images through collections that you had, it just put a smile on me. Like it really makes me smile. Um, just yeah. seeing the images. So I could imagine what a laborious process that would have been for you, like to find yeah. these images. But I can, you know, when, when you externalize, like, I mean, as you're saying that one of the things that I said as you were sharing your story and you were talking about how you've come up with these images, essentially what you're doing is you're externalizing how people feel through a mm. very non-threatening way. And I just think, gosh, the scope of this is so powerful, you know. Yeah. Because anything yeah, well, yeah. anything that you do, I mean, I just know from my own sessions when I ask questions directly, my work can be quite threatening. Well, not, not always, but this is such a fun way of engaging people mm. and working with them in, in such an yeah. unthreatening way. Definitely. Oh, look, if you went up to a, what we realised very quickly, you know, if you went up to a stranger in a bar and said, tell me, 
about yourself, tell me your strengths and weaknesses, they'll, they'll probably tell you to bugger off. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you go up to a stranger and ask them this, I mean, out of 10,000 people we've asked, oh, there may be kind of five or ten that may have said, look, no, yeah. um, no thanks. Um, but it really, it's very, very rare because most people want don't get asked, you know, a, a question that is non-threatening like that and also no, most people don't really be asked about themselves. Mm. And plus, when they answer, they don't realize that subconsciously it's actually saying so much about themselves and mm. that, um, you know, um, it transcends, you know, race, religion, culture. And it, what's beautiful is you can, you know, you can have a half yeah. elephant over in Africa, you can have a half elephant over in <laughs> England, and they can have that connection because what we found, because this kind of became larger than ourselves after a while because we realized that, you know, um, it was such a powerful question and it was so mm. accurate, um, but it was subconscious that, you know, that they, they did relate to those animals. Sometimes, you know, not really knowing much about that animal or why mm. they said it, but once they were given, once we fine-tuned the analysis and we gave that analysis back, you know, people were just kind of job-smacked at it. But then we realised when we delved deeper that, you know, we, just like you have a family of doctors, you know, where, you know, the grandfather, the doctors, or, you know, the, the father and the child, um, we found, you know, there's families of half animals, the families of half wolves and, mm, <laughs> you know, it's, um, you know it's, uh, it's really quite interesting, yeah. It's so fascinating, Kate. It really is. Mm. I can just see the scope of what this can do. But anyway, that's another conversation. That's another conversation, yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask you, um, Animalizer has been around now for, has it been eight years, really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. how have you, like, how have you transformed or grown as a result of bringing Animalizer into the world? What's been your own transformation around that? Oh, what, what have I realised? Yeah. Um, oh, that uh, we're really all the same um, and that people want to connect with others in a, in a fun way um, and that, yeah, people love to laugh. Like you say, either they're laughing because they're seeing this, you know, a wombat dressed up or, <laughs> you know, a staffy dressed up or whatever. Um, they're, 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 you know, they're dressed in that, that way that's respectful and, they, and they're fun and so it makes people... Just have a bit more of a bit of a laugh, you know, and um, uh, be able to, you know, show them a little bit about themselves on, on a t-shirt or whatever with, with, with whilst having fun. So, uh, what I've realised is, yeah, people just actually want to uh, spark conversation and they want to be, uh, they want to connect with animals and they want to, they, 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 it brings so much joy. Animals, you know, that you can't be annoyed at an animal, and mm. there's no, uh, there's no ego to an animal. Mm. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. um, it brings people back to their, you know, back to nature, and and that's very positive because in a world where we're all losing our minds mm. and, uh, and and uh, all the crazy stuff going on, um, you know, to bring if we can bring ourselves back to nature and who we really are, mm. um, it's, it's refreshing. So we've realised that. Um, but yeah, look, obviously there's been lots of challenges uh, about running a, a business. We've never run a retail business before. So um, my business partner, Lisa Vella, runs a town planning business and uh, I've obviously always been in sales. So we've never run a retail business before. So the learning curve was huge and we had to get lots of different, you know, professionals on board to help us with that. So, so lots, yeah, this, you, you definitely, you definitely dove in. Uh, yeah, I was going to say you dove in deep. You did. You dived, dove in, dived in. 
um, um, you you went in deep, and there you were learning as you were creating this business. Um, yeah. So I, I guess you know you had the idea, and you trusted in that idea, but running everything else, the whole other side of things um, was very new. So, you know, for someone who's done that, and I know that you've done that with Isabella, how did you to stay connected to that vision, you know, when things got really challenging for you? Oh, well, we just had to keep reminding ourselves of, you know, um, what we were really doing this for and, 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 and the joy that it was bringing to others because, yeah, there were definitely challenges, challenges being in business with, you know, your best friend, even though she's still my best friend and we, mm-hmm. you know, we get on really well. But of course it's challenging when you put, you know, the extra pressure of a business there. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, we just had to, we just both work very hard. So we, we, you know, we just had to stay on track and, you know, there are times when you just think, God, is this worth it? And, but it, it, it would always, we'd always kind of be open to pivoting as well. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. we we started licensing our images over in the UK and also over here, which has proved to be a lot um, easier to kind of um, manage because we just license the image and they run with that. So, um, you know, working out really where where would be the best, you know, how to expand the business with the least amount of, um, you know, effort from our side because we there's so much to the business and so many angles. So. Um, really, uh, yeah, that's been, that continues to be a challenge to really, um, manage our workload. And look, if we could both work on it full time, I think it would be to another level, but we, we do have other things we have to, other, other, other work we have to do. So mm. it's something that we do, um, as a side thing. Um, yeah, cause you're, so, Kate, you're, you've got three boys, um, teenagers, yeah. you're working full time, you're doing, you're, you're running this, you're running Animalizer on the side, you know, along with mm. obviously Lisabella. Um, how are you managing it? How do you, you know, what, what, what are some of the tips that you have around that? Cause it's not, this is not for everyone. <laughs> no. Well, no, if you don't like hard work, I wouldn't recommend having a business and working full time and having three kids. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of hard work, and um, uh, that's that's the best way I can really describe it. It's having a really sickeningly ridiculous work ethic and, and working while others are sleeping, um, but also continuing to have fun because I, I don't. When I'm doing this work, it doesn't feel so much like work because it's it's mm. fun. So if you can find something, my father always, you know, he's a writer and always said to me, Kate, I've never worked a day in my life because. Although he's a ridiculous hard worker, because yeah. when you do something you love, it's not work, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's kept us going, and um, just knowing that we've got something unique that really, really in, it brings so much joy, and you know, says it helps people to really kind of connect with others. It, it's really kind of kept us uh, going mm. uh, because when you when you think you've uncovered something that's really beautiful, that's really meaningful. Um, especially in a world where things are all a bit, um, you know, a bit crazy right now. It, it keeps keeps you going. So, yeah. yeah. You know, as you share that, one of the things that comes up for me is um, sometimes we don't realise the impact of what we're doing or what we have, like Animalizer, until it's kind of well, truly um you know, formed, established, like I know it's Animalize is well truly established, but it's almost like, you know, it's eight years old. It's kind of like I think of my daughter who's eight. She's 
she's an adolescent, um, sorry, she's a child, but then I've got the 10-year-old, like she's just taken off in terms of her thinking potential because of that age. And I really do wonder, you know, what where Animalizer will go and the impact that it will continue to have on people's lives in like, um, mm. you know, in say two years to come or so. So um, I guess um, it's not so much a question on that, but I was just sharing. Um, but what I want to know, you've mentioned quite a few things around this. What are some of the things that you've learned as, along the way of um, setting up, you know, setting up, having, creating this business, putting it out into the world? Mm. Oh, well, it, but it takes a lot more hard work and a lot more money than you think it's going to do um, and that you really have to have the money and the resources to be able to find good, pro- uh, you know, professionals in their field. So, you know, we had a strategist that we paid quite a lot of money to uh, at the beginning, but he, he knew how to set up retail stores, online retail stores, and we engaged him to be able to find, you know, the person that was going to design the website to create all the TSJ codes for every I think there was four four and a half thousand product lines. Um, it's complex. <laughs> um, you know, mm. finding the right printer, finding, you know, aligning with the right professionals and, and also aligning with, you know, those others, you know, third party sites that can actually advertise your, your, your range. Um, and look, the analysis has yet to be kind of launched. So, I mean, I, I, I never stop trying to plug that, whether it's with book, book, uh, you know, publishers who, you know, have expressed some interest, um, be it, you know, approaching online dating, um, uh, sites, uh, to, to see if we can get it in, 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 you know, some of that, uh, in your description there of yourself online. Um, mm. a lot of my friends use it to be, you know, online dating. They find it very accurate to know, uh, you know, before they yeah. go out, if they're going out with a half wolf, half snake, what, what they're going to get themselves into. Yeah. Um, but look, you know, that, so that, that side of the business, the analysis hasn't yet launched. So that's mm. something that we continue to try and reach out and find though, you know, others that can actually help, you know, us leverage that, you know, launch that, whether it means that, you know, it's someone that's in that digital space that we give most of the share, lion's share to so that they can launch it. So, um, it's really about, yeah, aligning with professionals and paying those professionals well to, to help you along the way, not doing it all yourself, even though I feel like we have done mm. We have actually used a lot of professionals, um, uh, along the way because you can't do it just totally alone. Um, so, uh, and look, yeah, you know, learning from others and, uh, um, you know, doing your research, doing a lot of research. That's a um, big one, isn't it? To do the research. Mm. Um, we can blindly jump into something because we're so passionate about it, which you, you're passionate, but yes. you're, you, you've, you've certainly backed yourself up by research, a lot of market research, a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, um, spontaneous conversations with strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Around um, the world. But, um, mm. but yeah, do, that was what we did first is test it. And then, you know, once we've tested that, um, you know, and, and asking people for their honest feedback. A lot of people won't be honest. I feel mm. that's great. <laughs> you know, trying to get their honest feedback, but trying to surround yourself with people that have, are in the, the right that, those industries so that you can learn and, and uh, um, piggyback on, on off that as well. Mm. So, and Kate, you know, I, I. I when I when I think of you and um, the work that you do, whether it be Animalizer, whether it be you know, just who you are as a person. I, I, um, 
you're, you're someone who's always willing to engage others and um, amazingly great at being able to connect to people who can really, who've got something that the other person needs. Like you can, you're very quick to see, see where the gaps are, but then also very quick to provide a solution for that. Um, and that, I don't know, I'd say that comes naturally to you. Is that, have you always been like that? Or is that something that's also been shaped over time? What's that? Just to find a, yeah, yeah. Who you are as a person, you know that ability, that set, uh, ability to see where things could be improved, and to be able to provide a solution for that, whether it be by, you know, by through ideas and innovations. Is that something that you've that you, have you always oh, been I like think that? I've always, yeah. I kind of, I think I probably have. Um, no, I, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe to, to, to over time to uh, you know people like. Uh, Definitely, Lisa Bella, and even yourself, Susie. Like good, good, good people around me that are, are positive influences. You know, encouraging me to continue mm. to be like that helps mm. me. Um, so you've got to surround yourself with good people and people that lift, lift you, but also are honest with you. And um, and yeah, but I, yeah, I think I've always naturally kind of mm. had that. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I bring that up because that's a unique aspect to you that you see things differently. And I think that, you know, like I certainly see this, I see this in myself, I see this in my clients, I see this in people I talk to, that people sometimes have unique ideas, but they, um, I guess they hold back from that um, for whatever mm. reason. We don't need to even go there because reasons are sometimes um, what stops us in our tracks. But, um, yeah, any key messages that you want to share with others around that, really around sticking yeah. to their potential or? Oh, I guess it's not, yeah, not being afraid to to say what you think and not being afraid to, um, you know, try or just don't, don't not to doubt yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, often it might seem, some ideas might seem crazy and, and a lot of people don't always, you know, say exactly what they think. But, you know, um, if, if all of us said a little bit more about, a little bit more honest with ourselves and actually were more open, then, you know, there could be loads, loads more, you know, positive ideas and uh, all sorts of different things flowing. Um, because I think a lot of us, yeah, do, do doubt ourselves and, hold back and think that others will think it's silly. So it's really about, um, yeah, not being afraid to, to be yourself and not being afraid to just to just come out and, and say it. I know my, my – I remember my art teacher once saying to me when I was 16, um, you know, Kate, some people filter their thoughts. No, most people filter their thoughts. God knows what you're not telling us. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget <laughs> saying that. Mm-hmm. So, look, I probably say too much and I probably am way too open, but um, – you know, people always say, "Oh, at least we know what you th- what you're thinking," and <laughs> um, it yeah. can be a mixed blessing. <laughs> mm, yeah, I, I would say there's um, there's a lot in in that that we can all learn from. Um, bringing mm. that bringing that part of um, ourselves forward through that. That's why I said to you, and I sat, I got on the, um, I, I was a little bit tired before I was about to interview you and then I was having this coffee at 4.30 p.m. I'm like, I don't do this. Oh, I must be embodying <laughs> a little bit of Kate here. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah. So tell me, Kate, um, I'm going to ask you a big question. I love asking these big questions. What is your vision for your life here? What do you hope to see happen? 
my vision is that the world lives a life that they enjoy and is without judgment with the confidence to be their authentic selves and operate at their full potential. Um, that people are content within themselves and at peace within their souls. So they're willing to show kindness and uplift others whilst knowing how to find the fun and enjoy a good laugh. Love it. I love that. The <laughs> it is, it's really um, inspiring and it's also encouraging to hear that um, and then to see how that actually, um, how that comes through your animalizer. Mm, mm, yeah, finding the fun. Finding, finding the fun, the fun. Is, is something that we focus in on. So uh, uh, finding the fun and sparking people's minds and, um, be, you know, being as creative as you can. Not all of us are naturally creative, but everyone has a little bit of creativity in them. And uh, if we can find the fun and, uh, you know, be authentic to ourselves and, and try and be as creative as we can, it will open up, uh, you know, lots of possibilities. Mm, yeah, I think in all of us, I agree with that definitely. Um, okay, mm. Kate. Last, um, I want to ask you last question. So, can we have some fun with the analyzer? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what does it say about me? Can I give you my two animals? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I have to get the. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Give me your two animals. Okay. I so what, I, what I, I can't remember. I'm sure you've told me this before. Um, <laughs> forgotten. So my daughter asks me every day, "Mummy, what's your favourite animal today?" Like it changes every day, but it doesn't really. <laughs> I've, okay, mm-hmm. so I've got three. Do I have to narrow them down? Well, it's the first two that you came up with. Okay, so the first two are tiger and dog. Okay, so tiger. Hold on. Okay. I will get you a tiger. <laughs> so, uh, so people say, oh, I, I can't just do it off the top of my head. My Lisa Bella can a bit more than me. No, I got you doing So <laughs> the tiger, so you are strong-willed, charismatic, strategic, sensual, and wise. Mm-hmm. Um, highly confident, independent individual that is fiercely persistent in attaining your goals. Mm-hmm. Your determined nature means that once you've made up your mind, it can be very difficult to change. You're intensely loyal and with a high moral radar and show resilience in the face of adversity. So I can go on, but it says, oh, awesome. probably a bit too long. But, um, but, and then the dog, if you put dog, that, that was just a very quick high-level summary. Mm. And then the dog um, is uh, playful, intelligent, resilient, protective and compassionate. You're, the dog in you is fiercely loyal, selfless, an honest individual with a pure spirit and a huge huge capacity to love. You have a deep understanding and compassion for human shortcomings, freely provided, un, providing unconditional acceptance and support to others. You are keen to help serve humanity or the community, but rarely ask for your services to be praised or acknowledged. So that's a very high level summary of, of your uh, I love it. of your dog. But look, uh, whoever is whoever is listening to the podcast, um, I absolutely love being uh, asked uh, or the message. I often do. I get messaged by random people all the time. <laughs> um, people on dates, people out and about, wherever. Um, I'm ha- very happy for you to email me. Um, uh, you can go to our site, Animalizer, and go through the contact us section there and. Uh, very happy for you to contact us with your two animals that best describe you and we will, with pleasure, send you your analysis. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. And stay tuned for the, for the launch of it. But uh, 
yeah no so we, we love we love we love we love sharing that so i love getting those messages from people saying i met you in a taxi a few months ago and <laughs> you said you can't get that oh that's brilliant okay that's brilliant um so yeah what's the 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 website is animalizer.com so that's so a, animal yep. y-s-e-r animalizer.com yep. excellent great go check yeah. it out it's fun check it's it sure out. to put a smile on your faces a whole oh, lot yeah. of cool stuff on there um yeah some awesome great gifts as well and yeah yeah all right kate um it's been a pleasure to share your journey um to share about um what animalizer is, is about its story and also its vision around connecting um people and really i think really bringing out that as you say bringing out the inner child in each mm-hmm. one of us um so any last i don't know what do you want to leave us with any last messages Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, just to uh, just to keep finding the fun, and um, you know, don't be don't be afraid to do something, anything, out, you know, those things out of your comfort zone, and uh, you know, don't, don't don't doubt don't doubt yourself, and have have that confidence to to give things a give things a go if you're passionate about it, and it's something you love, and it's something that brings you joy and others joy, mm-hmm. then you know, go for it. Mm, you know what? I just had. The, I, I just. I, I know how we're going to do that now. Okay. All we need to do is just to to really anchor into your words is just to embody the animal that we are. Just mm. really embody that animal and go out into the, the world animals. and and go yeah. for our go for our dreams. Kate, thank you so mm. much. Um, I'm so no excited. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm so excited to okay. see where Animalizer goes. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations.